Welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of November 29th. Is that Friday? <laughs> it's Thanksgiving week anyway. Yes, the 29th is the date. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joining you from Jacksonville, Florida. With me tonight, I've got Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, what's good? We've got George Ravelo from the tip of America's dick, Miami, Florida. What's going on, George? What up, what up, what up? And of course, we got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Patriots suck dick. There, I said it for you. 17 consecutive 10 win seasons. <laughs> and, 17 uh, years of paying off the refs. <laughs> oh, man. I knew it was coming. I'm just, those memes, I don't really believe that, but the memes are amazing. Yeah, well, I think I'll, it's become more of like a exaggerated tall tale than anything else. But uh, yeah, we've got um, Robbie Bobby Miller potentially popping in at some point, as is his want. We'll see there. On today's episode, we're going to be talking the Game Awards nominees, narrowing it down to a few specific categories. So don't worry, we're not going to go through all 29 of them. Uh, we're going to give some updates on Jedi Fallen Order and Pokemon Sword and Shield. Talk a bit about Sonic and the recent redesign to the character and what we thought of the most recent trailer finally we'll as always talk about what we've been playing and we may even sneak in some mandalorian impressions in there because we like star wars uh how's everyone doing tonight everyone having a good week we got short work weeks we got regular work weeks uh what, what's what's good in the world of of you guys uh i got a, i got a short week i am off to jamaica jamaica very nice, nice. yeah where in jamaica man. are you headed to uh, I'm heading to Couples Negril. Dude, Negril is the shit. I've been there uh, a couple years ago now for my wife's 30th birthday. Fantastic. Uh, you can hit me up off mic and I will tell you all the good places to eat and go um, and how to avoid spraining your tailbone when you jump from the cliffs of uh, Rick's if you go out there to do some cave dive or cave jumping because I, I do plan on jumping at Rick's yes yep I did it I was a little too drunk thought I was straight up and down like a pencil I was mostly a pencil that was slightly angled and I had to sit on a donut for an entire month it was not fun uh, yeah, no, I'll try to avoid doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's not pleasant at all, dude. It didn't hurt until the next morning when I got up and I had a two-hour car ride in like a pothole, pothole ridden road on the way back to the uh, Montego Bay Airport, and it fucking killed. So, <laughs> um, yep, the white people stuff, man. White yeah, white people stuff. stuff <laughs> <laughs> but it is gorgeous, man. I'm I'm very jealous. That should be amazing. How about you, Adam? You got any uh, big Thanksgiving? plans taking it easy what's up no i just got like a four-day weekend five-day weekend i got mm -hmm. an extra day in there so i have no plans maybe catch up on some whatever the hell i feel like it i'm trying to watch star wars rebels and getting through that so that's been yeah fun. man i'm working through clone wars right now uh hope to get to rebels soon like uh clone wars is more enjoyable than i remember it being so it's been cool and uh george uh what about you man any thanksgiving uh plans are you guys hosting or attending nah i uh i'm running away from the family I realized I had some extra points on Expedia, so I uh, just booked a hotel in Orlando. Going to go Star Wars it up and go to Galaxy's Edge for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Hell yeah, man. It is wonderful. The most uh, amazing compliment I can give it is that like when you're there, like I literally forgot what park I was in at one point. I thought we were in Animal Kingdom just because of the, I don't know, like the desert walls and stuff. But like you can't see outside that bitch like when you're in there. Like it looks... Like you don't, I mean, it doesn't look like you're in a theme park at all. It is very, very immersive. Uh, go to the cantina. Um, already, my, already reserved, made reservations. Yeah. <laughs> it is so cool. Uh, apparently, they're a little more relaxed than they used to be. Like they used to kick you out like after two drinks or thirty minutes. 
they told us eh, that's more of a soft rule than a hard rule. So if you guys want to keep hanging and chilling, like keep, you know, keep hanging and chilling. The drinks are very expensive. I will tell you, it's like $18 for a cocktail and it's a very small cocktail. But if you stick to beer, it's still an expensive beer, but at least you get like a full beer where you feel like you're, you know, like can kind of sip it and just enjoy. So awesome. Yeah, I'm headed back in December when the new ride opens up. Um, but uh, Smuggler's Run, my advice to you is don't do single rider do the regular line so you can actually pick which uh role and be a fucking pilot just trust me be a pilot i won't spoil the ride for you but being a pilot is the best thing to do Fair cool. enough. all right well so moving into our uh game awards discussion here let's start with a uh, game of the year the nominees for this year are Control, uh, developed by Remedy, published by 505 Games. We've got Death Stranding by Kojima Productions, of course, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Resident Evil 2 Remake, published and developed by Capcom. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from Software, published by Activision, which is still a crazy partnership, if you ask me. Like, I always forget that Activision published that game. It's a very un-Activision game. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, um, Obviously, a Nintendo uh, game. And then we've got The Outer Worlds, uh, developed by Obsidian and uh, published by... uh, Private Division. Private Division. Thank you. Yes, yes, sir. So how are you guys feeling overall about the nominees? And then we'll talk specifics here in a second. But just overall, um, what are we thinking? Do we think they got it mostly right, mostly wrong, indifferent? It's been a weird year for video games in general. Um, I would say they got it a little right. Um, there are there are a few games that I would put in over some of these. Not that these are bad games, mm-hmm. but I just think there are games that are more deserving. We'll talk more specifics here in a second. Um, but I think I agree with that sentiment mostly. I don't know. What do you think, George and, and Adam? I think like uh yeah, I'm kind of with Zach on this one. Like I thought some of the nominees were curious. I'm surprised that a game so polarizing as Death Stranding was still in that conversation. Though I feel like it would have been regardless of what the reviews are, to be honest. Um surprised by the control nomination. Like we, you know, we only played the demo of it, but and it was good, but it didn't seem like anything that I'd be like, wow, you know, game of the year. Um so yeah, I think I think there was some some surprising uh, nominees and some people, some some games that were probably left out. Um, but you know, the game that I think is the game of the year is there, and that's all that matters. Mm, I'd say half of the list ish, and because it's a weird number, um, is right. I would say half. Well, it's five for game of the year, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six. Six. Okay. Yes, I would say four of those six I could have called. And the two other ones, I think, could be replaced by something else or is a shock to me. But I mean, overall, they did pretty good. Like, because when these games came out, the people who played them were like, yeah, this is going to be on the list. So I'm not really sh- like RE2. Like, everyone's like, this is my favorite game of the year, like going all the way until damn near fall. So I'm not shocked that that's on there. Um, Yeah, there's only a couple on there that I think were maybes. But I mean, they kind of make sense at the same time. I'm so sorry. I'm having technical difficulties. Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Now I can. Okay, so sorry about that. Yes. So let's get into like more the the specifics um, as far as the nominees itself. For me, um, we'll come back to Death Training in a second because I know we talked that to death last week. The oddest choice on here, because I just I don't know. Maybe it's the timing of when the game came out, but I don't think Super Smash Brothers Ultimate 
my gut says like it does not feel like a game of the year contender. I think it is a shoe in for the best fighting category or even like the family friendly category that they have. Um, I, I, like, and it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's amazing. Like, that, it is a complete package. But game of the year feels so odd because it came out last December, right? So it's been almost a year. So maybe that has something to do with it. But if I were going to eliminate one right off the bat, that's one that I feel like you could have put something else in there easily. Do you guys agree? Disagree? I agree. hundred yeah, percent. That one makes no sense. I mean, again, fighting game of the year, family game. Sure. It's not game of the year material. I'm sorry. It's not. Okay. I, um, so I, mostly. I, I, I disagree. Uh, well, it's not one that I'd put on there, but I think, I think it's a better game than some of the ones that are on there. If I'm, if I'm being honest. So that's kind of like, my rationale for understanding it i think the fact that it came out in december and that it's a fighting game um to to some of us is probably feels limited it doesn't feel as impactful but it's an excellent game Um, oh no doubt no doubt i'm not i'm not debating that at all i just like in terms of i don't know like when i think game of the year and like what i look you know for like with that like uh and granted i have not played death stranding or control so i really can't speak to those games too much um, yeah. I, somebody had said, you know, divisiveness of death straining. Um, I, I feel like, you know, um, I have a better idea if I feel like it, it, it was truly overhyped or if there is something special enough there to put it in the category once I play it, because you got to keep in mind the people that are voting for this are essentially, you know, influencers and, and games media sites. So, you know, they are people that have, have played the games and, um, maybe <clears throat> it's more of a nod than anything else you know you occasionally get that oscar movie that uh you're you're giving it props by nominating it that it did something different or exciting even if you don't think it's gonna win like black panther right like hmm. i don't think any of us thought uh. that was gonna win you know best picture like but it was a nod right like hey it's uh. a it's an important you know landmark movie it, it was really good for a marvel movie um you know like it was it was a landmark for a lot of reasons like given uh, the, the cast the director and diversity and celebrating all that i think that was fine you know um so I, I also think the fact that it's like a a reiteration you know it's like i don't know the what fourth fifth uh super smash brothers game so it's just kind of expanding on on the same thing more or less so i think that kind of takes away from it but but yeah i mean i i i get it that's not what i wouldn't put it in my top five um or top six i guess but but i understand it like i don't i don't hate the the nomination if i don't necessarily wouldn't be yeah um yeah <sighs> As far as like the other uh, categories, again, ignoring control because I haven't played that. You guys would probably be able to weigh in more than I have for you know those of you that played it more in depth. Um, the Outer Worlds feels like the other one that's like I was actually surprised was actually on there. I would have thought it would have appeared before I actually played the game, and I really liked the game. I beat it. I almost hundred percented it. I got like a majority of the achievements. Um, but I was actually so surprised to see it on the list once I had played it. I figured this would be a solid best RPG category or best like adventure category, but did not think it was going to make this list, um, you know, looking at it from an objective standpoint and like, you know, what people thought of it. Um, what did you guys think as far as that ending up in the, the conversation? Uh, to me, it makes sense because you got again, you got to think of who nominates the games and games media influencers loved it. Like all of them loved it like completely. So. It doesn't shock me at all. That's why, again, going back to like Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers doesn't have a chance because none of those people who are voting on this are going to vote for Smash's Game of the Year. So I don't even say, again, it's a great game. I love it. Played tons of it. It's not going to win. Like, why is it even in that category? Because it's it's not going to win over a single player narrative game, which is going to win every single year. 
Um, but yeah, Outer Worlds makes sense to me because the people who love Outer Worlds are the people who, you know, vote on this kind of thing and influence the nominees. I also do think it's going to, I think it would be on the list, but it would be my number six on the list, but I think it would be long. So, but okay. you look at who votes for it and I think it deserves I can understand it being on the list is what I'm saying. And especially looking at who votes for it, it I can a hundred percent would think it would get on here. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's uh, I think it's good. I like, I it's, I loved playing that game. I don't think it's uh like I said, I think I, we said on it, I think it's a solid B B plus game. Um, but yeah, I think it deserves mention. I mean, I think the fact, like if you factor in a lot of um, extracurriculars, right? Like the fact that it's a game pass game, you know, that, you know, I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, it, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but I, like I enjoyed that game a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's worthy of being up there. I, I also don't think it's going to win, but um, but yeah, when I'm talking about the you know my six favorite, my personal six favorite games this year, I mean, I think it's up there. So um, I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with it being there, and I didn't play much of the game, but I just I don't see how that game makes it over uh gears five which i think is an uh, infinitely better game i think that it the way that they tell that story the way that they, it i don't know if reinvents the right word but you know the way they breathe new life yeah, yeah. It, it breathes new breathes new life into the franchise and everything which was much needed um <clears throat> it was a great you know, like character study into someone outside of the normal people that we were used to dealing with in Gears, which is the Phoenix family. Um, and, you know, it was great because it added that exploration um, in those two middle chapters and everything. So uh, it kind of gave you uh, something to do other than just going down corridors all the time and, and just dealing and fighting enemies and moving on. Uh, there were secrets to find and all that. And so I just... And 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 it was just absolutely gorgeous to look at. Um, it played really well. I I think that like the controls were the best that Gears has ever been. Um, it's it's just mind boggling to me that you know the Outer Worlds made it over over Gears. It's just I don't know if it's because it's the fifth one in the series and this is a new entry for Outer Worlds, so people are like, oh man, you know Outer Worlds is new, so it's more fresh. Gears Five, they're like, oh, you know. Uh, this is more gears and and i like that but i like i I don't know this new ip i don't i don't want to say necessarily they like it more but it stands out more because it's new and and i feel like that's maybe some of the reason why it got the nod over something like gears 5 and i think another big one that people were mad about was devil may cry 5 not being nominated which was i guess another i didn't play it but i guess it reviewed really well and everybody like really loved it and and then it's i don't even think i saw it anywhere um i could be wrong i i flew through the categories but it's yeah it's it's, there. it's there for like action adventure gotcha but yeah i agree i think super smash is it shouldn't be on the list i i agree that it's an absolutely phenomenal game but i feel like that's the kind of game where you pick it up and you're like oh man i i'm i know i'm gonna get my hours out of this game it's you know not the kind of game that you know you pick up to you know, only play for whatever the what's a good story game, 20 hours or so. Right. So you're not going to have that 20 hour intimate experience with the game and then move on. No, Smash is the kind of game that you're going to play over a long period of time. First, I would assume small burst. I don't know of anybody who sits there and plays Smash for three, four hours in a row. But 
I just feel like that game doesn't like he like I, I think it was George said just doesn't or well maybe it was Adam stand a chance against single player story driven games like there's just no way uh, a fighting games ever going to like beat you know Resident Evil two or or Sekiro or anything like I just it's I don't see how that's possible so I I think I think you know in in the outer worlds I think just doesn't uh, stack up to these other games in terms of quality and everything. So I, I think, you know, other games should have been, uh, substituted in that maybe stood a better chance, uh, maybe made it a little more fun thinking, oh, who's going to win because all of these games deserve it. But yeah, it kind of really narrows it down to who's going to win. I think it's, I think it, it, it's obvious. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my two cents on it. Okay. <clears throat> so here's the next question I'll pose to you guys. We- with you know don't feel the need to pick a specific game that you're replacing if you don't want to but if you could toss another game into the conversation and take one of these out like which would you pick and why i mean i just did mine i i would take i would take the outer worlds out or smash i would take smash out and i would put gears five in okay again you don't have to pick what game you're replacing necessarily but uh george adam what would you guys select for or uh would go with I think I would go with the division two over. I think either uh, Outer Worlds or or uh, Smash. To be honest, I mean the division two. It, it, again, its end game fell short, but at least for me, um, up until we got to the end game, like that whole campaign, that whole process of getting there, I felt like I definitely got my money's worth with that alone. That was about um, for the time that we played. Okay, Adam. Uh, let's see. This is where I was talking about earlier. I would take either. I don't know if I really. I guess Indy has their own thing. So I would say either DMC or Gears or maybe even Apex if you're feeling if you're feeling antsy. And I would drop yeah Smash or to me it's Smash Outer Outer Worlds and Death Stranding are the one that I think are like skating that line of like maybe not. I think everything else deserves to be there. I think Smash is the least deserving, and then Outer Worlds and Death Stranding are the next ones where I'm like, I could take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, DM. I mean, people fucking loved DMC Five, like absolutely as much as they loved RE. Like they were like, oh, RE is going to be game of the year, and then DMC came out like, oh, or, or DMC, and then yeah, Gears is phenomenal, and then um, fuck, I forgot the last thing that I said. See what what what's crazy to me is like I feel like I don't know if this is because they wanted to have like one of each sort of genre on here or how it works if they wanted to like flesh it out that way but i feel like if they wanted an rpg to put in there for this year i would assume fire emblem would be the better choice so that was actually going to be my substitute so that's a good segue um i if i had to pick one game for like a curveball effect like i would do fire emblem if i was going to play it safe i would do gears um granted i have not beat fire emblem we'll talk about that a little bit more like i'm to the halfway point of the game essentially now but i've seen enough of the game that i feel confident that um as somebody who's never played a fire emblem game before had no interest in it you know the series before like i felt like this was a very approachable accessible and you know fun interesting game and uh, you know a lot of ways um that uh, felt right at home at the switch and uh, would be a, a, a solid contender. I think the problem with that is just frankly, and a lot of people didn't play it because it is a pretty niche game. Like I went on a big limb, like playing fire emblem for the first time and I'm glad that I did, but like I had no idea if I was going to like it or not. And I'm super glad that I did, but, um, but yeah, I think gears five is also a 
perfectly acceptable substitute um for like you know more of a blockbustery like like that's a to me like it was a shoe-in so i was very shocked like when i didn't see it on the the list i thought they would at least get the nom i didn't think they were gonna get the win i'll be clear i don't think gears 5 is the the game of the year but um uh, it is odd that it's it's absent um we don't have to go too far down the rabbit hole but a notable omission and um it it, it i guess it came down to when the codes were sent out uh jedi fallen order do you guys think if that game had come out or if the codes had been out two weeks earlier it would have been on the list yeah, yes. I think I think so. I think it yeah, would like Pokemon today. and that next year will be on this list, just like Smash was. Yep. A weird and one. they're gonna get fucking devoured. Yeah, That's the they, sad they, thing about they it. don't stand a chance <laughs> next year. Yeah, it that would be Cyberpunk, but they'll they'll be on that list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, yes. don't 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 jinx it. You never know, man. You never know how the game's gonna come out. That's, I mean, that's true, but I, I do feel like between Cyberpunk, what's the, there's another big tentpole release. Uh, Halo and Last of Us too. Hey, uh, Last of Us 2, thank you. Yeah. Halo will probably Dragon be Ball Z Kakarot. Kakarot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> waiting for that one. All right. So, um, <laughs> another thing with, with just a quick thing on the on the on the nominees. And the, oh, sure. I, go ahead. I'd, I'd personally probably put Death Stranding at number six for me. I'd, I'd drop it down. But the only reason that I didn't personally say I would replace that game is because I haven't played it yet. But I feel like with all the other nominees, at least everybody who's played those games really loved them and really enjoyed those games. Um, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I just have a hard time putting a game that in the game of the year nominees where not everybody that played that game enjoyed it. In fact, some people hated that game. Um, so that's 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 kind of where like I I don't say it loses credibility, but like you know, I, I just I don't know. Like I feel like the games on that list have there's there's enough games this year that have been universally universally loved by everybody who played them to be including a game that you know. Is, is polarizing at the say least. Some people love that game. Some people hate it. You know, this is coming from the people that have played it. But, um, you know, I just thought that that was. Definitely. Um, uh, let's talk about, I, I'll, I'll admit that I've got uh, knowledge with the, the indie game category. I hope to play. I will definitely have played Katana Zero uh, yeah, by the time the year is over. Game of the year, Katana Zero. Um, and Disco Elysium, I would play if it was on console. But um, and Baba is you. I'll, I'll admit I don't know anything about. But we have Baba is you, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game are the nominees. Um, it. I don't know if it's a coincidence that they only have like the five uh, games for this category. If there just wasn't a sixth, or if they, you know, only have five nominees that are allowed, but. Um, this seems, I guess, pretty spot on from like, you know, just quickly, like thinking back to like what the year, uh, has brought. I know Adam, you gushed about Katana zero when it came out. I'm very stoked to check it out. Like it looks cool. I'm a little surprised. I guess my friend Pedro is not on this. Um, but, um, outer wilds, uh, we all play to some extent, I think maybe not you Zach, but yeah, um, I can see why it's on there. I think it was a game we all came down after a certain point. We all had our kind of threshold of like, eh, I like what's there. I like the nuggle, nugget, the kernel that's there, but like, it's just not really for me. And like, I don't, I, to, uh, <laughs> what, what I've boiled down to with that game, I tell people there's too many sticks and not enough carrots. Like that's my review of <laughs> Outer Wilds. So mm-hmm. um, Untitled Goose Game, I beat and played and loved it. Um, it was cute, very fun, but I don't know that I would put it over um these other games that i haven't even played just based on what i've heard about them and what they seem like they're doing versus untitled goose game um but yeah weigh in guys what what do we think what's missing do you like the list do you think anything is snubbed do you think um 
yeah, any one game has a because I, I mean to me like nothing stands out here as like oh uh, like this is the, the clear winner um what do you guys think I mean I'll just go ahead and yeah I think it's uh I definitely think it's Katana Zero personally um, or you think that's what's gonna actually win it's personally that's my favorite one it's either that or Disco Elysium I have not played that but people really 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 dig that game and I didn't realize it was an indie game I thought it was bigger than that um and you're just looking at the rest of the list like yeah those are cool games and all but i don't think that that they stack up to katana zero and it's just like the amount of love from again industry and just people in general that those two games got like i know some people like love the outer wilds but it's like the same three people <laughs> over and over again saying it so yeah katana is my personal one it's either that or disco elysium uh, i would think i would bet money on one of those two because like untitled goose game you know i haven't played it but everyone's like oh it's cute it's fun you beat it in two hours you never think about it again so it's like yeah it's pretty 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 accurate that's a fun game to play in a group as well like uh you know passing the controller here and there and like just like goofing off i i am not too big on the well i let me let me start over i haven't played a lot of these so uh i don't have too much of an opinion but from what I've heard, um, yeah, I've heard Disco Elysium and Katana Zero, uh, where it's at. I heard both of them are just absolutely incredible. But I've also heard and I played Outer Wilds, and I've heard from a ton of people who had this as their game of the year. So um, just based off that alone, I think that's going to propel the Outer Wilds. I think it's... Uh, super fascinating you know all the all the different you know moving parts that the game's got going for it and everything so um once again though i I didn't play katana zero disco elysium so i don't know but if i had to go off just the knowledge that i have i would say outer wilds is is gonna take it yeah i it it would be quite something if that game took it i i was actually kind of surprised that it wasn't like a nod in the game of the year category because there was a lot of outlets that were like oh my god it's the greatest thing since sliced bread i personally was glad it was a game pass title um because i I think i would have felt obligated to finish the game and i don't think that would have been good for my experience honestly um disco elysium i think out of all the games like on this list is probably the one I'm most curious about that I haven't played just because it seems like a really cool detective story. And um, I think that has a good shot of winning too. Like I know, you know, a lot of the major outlets that I've seen have somebody to kind of champion that game. Like it got really good review scores and seemed to be um, honestly more uh, like my speed, I think for like an RPG where it does something kind of, new and interesting and has a, a, a cool style to it um so I, I i could see myself liking that um probably most out of all the games on the list but i don't know that i'll get to it before the end of the year to form an opinion katana zero on the other hand i think if i had a guess would probably be my personal pick even though i haven't put a single solitary minute into the game just what i've seen of it and what i enjoy as a game i'm like this looks very much up my alley so i'm excited Cool. Anything to to add? Anybody? Anybody? I got jack shit. I haven't played any of those games except for the <laughs> Outer Wilds, and that game sucked. Yeah, hey, fair enough, man. Um, so what category do you guys want to? Let's do one more of the. Um, we could do uh narrative. We could do uh the family game. Um, 
mm, or we could do like game direction. I think game direction is pretty much mirrors the game of the year almost exactly though. Let me go look real quick. So game directions control Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and Outer Wild. So yeah, almost exactly the same game. So I don't know that that's probably the most interesting, but uh, community support one, man. That had okay, uh, okay. I mean, if you guys yeah, don't yeah, have anything right, else, yeah, that, no, that, I mean, that one has a very interesting group of nominations that are almost none of them were on the other list i think all games of service you right so like that's that's the one thing that ties all these games together so we've got apex legends destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and tom clancy's rainbow six uh siege oh just real real quick though because i we don't we're not going to cover it but the family thing being literally only nintendo games and some of them are single player nintendo games i think it's just really funny but (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Um, so uh, the games that I can speak to personally are just Destiny 2 and Apex Legends. Um, one game I've got a billion more hours than the other. Um, I like Apex Legends. I think it's a stunning achievement as far as like, uh, you know, a battle royale and having a cool art style and everything. I personally, like from the time that I spent in that game for a community support category with how they've handled some of their season rollouts and it being a new game, I, to me, like I don't think that game stands a chance versus the others. I think if I had to put my money on um, one of the uh, games winning, it would be either Rainbow Six Siege, Destiny 2, or Final Fantasy XIV, um, which have all effectively reinvented themselves this year. Uh, Fortnite, the only reason I'm excluding that from like why I think uh, may not make it to the conversation is, you know, it's like Fortnite's the juggernaut that I think people are kind of like, Yep, it's still great. It's still a, a phenomenon. I don't know that they would necessarily, um, you know, give it to them, even though they did have also an, uh, their own sort of relaunch um, earlier this year with like the uh, Fortnite. Uh, what did they call it? it? Wasn't season two? It was chapter two. Chapter what, two. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, this one is tough for me because I don't I don't play a lot of the games um, that are on here. Like I played Destiny two, but I played that you know vanilla. I didn't really go much beyond that. Um, I don't I don't play battle royal games, so I mean I, I follow and I know all about them and everything, but I don't I don't play them. Um, so like I, I keep up with what they do and everything, but as far as like experiencing that and knowing if uh, the ongoing support is worth it, uh, I can't speak for that. But uh, I know Siege, it's it's mind blowing to me that a first person shooter is getting as much um, support as this game is, considering. It's you know very basic in in what you're doing in the game. You're it's two teams against each other, and you're whatever either killing the whole team or capturing, uh, rescuing the hostage or or whatever. But they are just constantly uh, dumping out content and new maps and new um, operators. It's it's crazy that they are able to have a first person shooter such as this uh, have the legs that it does uh is is crazy to me and i i think it should win me personally i think it should win just off that that you know they were able to keep an audience uh that's not a game like destiny 2 where destiny 2 you know you you grind for gear and you go and you do raids and you do all that you can do a wide variety of stuff as to where rainbow it's just you're doing pretty much the same thing over and over not that you're not in destiny but it's just much more varied you can go do something else to break up you know, uh, the monotony of doing, you know, just crucible if you were just trying to grind that or whatnot. Um, but also I, I know just from hearing about it, I've never played it that final fantasy 
Shadowbringers was absolutely incredible. Like blew people away with how much like how big of a turnaround that game was uh from when it launched. I don't I don't know when it originally came out, but which one? The Final Fantasy, the Shadowbringers. Mm, yeah, that's are you talking about the the expansion from this year, right? Yeah, cuz that's the one that's on that's what they're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think like so we have a couple people in our Killer Queen community that play it pretty regularly. Um it feels like an early summer late spring release, but hold on, I'll look it up real quick. Shadowbringers. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 keep talking. I'll tell you. July second. Yeah. It was when it came out, so I was ready. Yeah, that I I guess it just completely reinvented that game. Uh, f- I don't know if Shadowbringers was like the the re release of the game because I know when Final Fantasy f- Online came out, it was I guess a disaster if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen was not well loved at all. And then was it Shadowbringers that like brought it back into the into the the light like? Or was there something else before that? I just remember Shadowbringers coming out and everyone being like, oh my God, like this is incredible. Like it's sitting at a 91 on Metacritic right now. So like mm-hmm. they did something right. So pretty big turn. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just like years and years of taking fan feedback and like re- refining your game and like, you know, taking the core of something and, and like really just like reworking it and reworking it and reworking it until you have something that's just you know, um, on a grand scale, very different than what you started off with, but like incrementally kind of got, you know, better. It's pretty cool to see that end result. Yeah. Um, but I think that's just what, yes, sir. Yep. Can oh, definitely hear sorry, you. Man. I was having some issues. I'm sorry. No, no, no you're I, good. I was, I was trying um, to chi- chime in a couple of times and I'm like, God damn it. I can't get it worded. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think like a lot of these, like a lot of these games, you know, uh, games as a service, like, you know, Fortnite, Apex, you know, Destiny, uh, Final Fantasies and MMO. So uh, that's why I just think Siege stands out because like I said, it's a first person shooter and the fact that it's still relevant to this day, I think it came out 2016. So the fact that it's still relevant uh, to this day and it's still being nominated for this category and there are still a ton of people playing it and, you, you know, I, I think that's a testament that a, a first person shooter like that is able to, uh, um, like I said, have the legs that it does and even even compete with these games like Fortnite and stuff. It's crazy that it's nominated here. And I'm so I'm so glad that it is over like games like The Division because I think Siege uh, does a better job at keeping its community happy and, and keeping the community um intact and not letting it you know dissipate because of a lack of content so uh, dude i've come so close on so many occasions to like pulling the trigger on siege can i just tell you because i've played like a lot of the free play weekends and it is such a good game i'm just trash at it because like i don't ever get to spend enough time to like it's tough it's to, like, very tough to get good at it, but like, god damn, like it is really cool. Like that, like the stuff that you can do in that game, and like Especially all the with operatives. Good- oh my god, yeah. It's just like I feel like I probably would have pulled the trigger if I'd had just a little bit more time or like more people kind of playing with me, like to kind of suck with me, so I could kind of like not yeah. feel so bad. But like every time I play, it's with like a group of people that play it regularly and know yeah. what they're doing. So I always feel like I'm the detriment to the team, and that's not really the best way to you know <laughs> oh i agree like i'll play and i'll see people running around like they start out and they just run to specific spots and they know exactly what to do and putting equipment here and doing this here and i'm just like yeah guys i'm gonna camp over here in the corner and watch this one door and and you know i die immediately but that's yeah. just the way the cookie crumbles so yeah. i mean a, a couple of things with these nominees so um i was trying to chime in earlier but i wasn't going through so like 
they didn't nominate the expansion for Final Fantasy. I just think it's the ongoing thing. The expansion isn't um, Shadowbringer isn't what um, how the game relaunched. The game relaunched a couple of years ago. Um, but one thing that I thought is is really cool about these uh, these nominees and why I think this particular category is important is because several of the games here, even Destiny Two to an extent, had to make a comeback. You know, the games did not, and even and, and the same was for Rainbow Six Siege. The game wasn't great um, when it came out. And through community support, um, you know, the games were kind of revamped and revitalized and turned into something much, much, much bigger. The one that, I mean, I haven't played um, the, you know, the, the most recent version of it. But for me, that's kind of why Final Fantasy fourteen sticks out because, like, they trashed the entire game. Like, they completely scrapped it and you know, killed the servers, killed the game, and basically remade the game which is something that's kind of unheard of, which we talked about like in another, on another episode. But um, just the fact that they've been able to kind of make that complete 180 from the, you know, the terrible game and terrible lines that they had from that. Um, I just think it's awesome. It's awesome. And I think it's a, it's a good place that gaming is at, that games can be salvaged, um, that developers aren't giving up on them, you know, and hopefully Anthem ends up, you know, in that category someday Hell too. Yeah. <laughs> So, like I said, you know, I, I didn't enjoy Anthem. You know, I'm not picking it up anytime soon, but there's hope. You know, even for a highly anticipated game that maybe doesn't come out the way that you, you know, that you hope um, that we live in a day and age in gaming now where, you know, like what you get at launch and what the game looks like several years or a year in the future is completely different. It can get better and improve. Destiny, for me, does not fucking win uh, that, that nominee because I think they've done more things to really do it for me this year in terms of community support, because I think that they have spent most of this year trying to balance a game that they think that they, but they know, but not that many people were complaining about with all, they've basically spent the majority of this year nerfing rather than buffing. Um, They've nerfed some of the most difficult games, uh, difficult weapons and pieces of armor to obtain in the game. And, not only nerfed them, but then even made them super easy to get for... Now, was the new expansion a step in the right direction? No, it was uh, doubling down on that. Look, the new expansion is good. The new expansion, the new story, some of the game stuff that they've included, the armor system is really cool. Um, You know, the the armor 2.0. But what what I don't like about armor 2.0 is they basically took away all the stuff that I already had in my armors and had me re... have have to, like, re-get it. Um, I have to reacquire it, you know, and unlock it. Even though I already had it in older pieces of years, for me to able to for me to be able to customize it going forward. So it's kind of like they just kind of restarted some stuff. But the biggest issue I had was with with the weapons. I, I grinded out the most difficult way possible, getting some of those like elite PvP weapons. And I admitted that some of them were pretty overpowered, but like you know, it took a lot of work to get. And not only did they nerf those weapons, but they made it stupid easy to get. You know, um, the competitive game mode is essentially a joke now. Um, what would take you uh, maybe five wins in a row in a ranked match, you can now obtain via just one win, and there's almost no penalty for that. So what I, what I don't like about that is basically they, they pandered to the casual, less skilled players. No, no offense to anybody, really, but um, they kind of dicked over a lot of people that put in a lot of hours and a lot of time um into into getting those achievements and while there's still something to be said for having those weapons sooner than everybody else that, that is just now getting them 
it still sucks. It kind of devalues that accomplishment. But, you know, the new raid is awesome. Um, you know, some of the new content that they brought out is cool. Um, I just think when you're talking about, like, support, you know, I think they they screwed over a lot of people with some of the decisions that they made. I think there's two uh, omissions from this list that I think I wouldn't necessarily say should replace any games on here, but I feel like should at least be um, recognized is Sea of Thieves and Dauntless, <clears throat> uh, both uh, continuously putting out um, new content in Sea of Thieves, especially because uh, that's another one of those games that launched kind of bare bones and has just completely, you know, did a 180 and just has a ton more content now. And they just they listen to the fans and they're bringing in things that the fans want, um, you know, uh, fixing things that uh, they introduce that, you know, uh, I guess the, you know, the community will find, you know, things that play test and didn't find and everything. And they listen to all that. And, you know, they've just completely uh, took that game and, and, and ran with it, considering that, you know, it didn't get a lot of love when it first got released. And, and I guess they're still working on stuff for it. Uh, they're going to continue to work on stuff for it. So, I mean, I, I don't know if a lot of you guys played it or not, but like, I think it's a really good game, and I think it's a it's a shame that it it's not recognized for for this category. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I gotta get back into Dauntless, man, game that I that I was playing and enjoying, and then other stuff came out, and I just sort of forgot about it. But it was real cool. Yeah, it it, it is super cool, and it's it's a shame because it, it's a free game and everything. But like, so is so is Apex, so is Fortnite and everything. So I feel like I don't know why it didn't kind of get that sort of attention especially because it had like 25 million players so like a lot of people were playing that game so i i, I don't know why it didn't get the love i think it it, it deserved you're sweet all right <clears throat> um adam anything else to add to, to the conversation are we good to move on fellas everyone no i think you're good honestly zach brought us some really good points about the games that probably should have been on there but yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's just crazy that games can keep going on this long at this point and they the ones yeah it's a br- it's a brave new world man yeah and the good uh, ones deserve rewards. And not only like persist, right? But like change and evolve. I think that's the important key thing. You know, like you think about the 360 generation where it was like the same game, but essentially new maps, maybe a new mode here or there if you were lucky. Like, I mean, these games radically change like over the time. I mean, that's what's so impressive and so cool to me. Anyway, cool. All right. So let's see. Let's give a quick update on uh, Jedi Fallen Order and um uh pokemon and i think we probably should wind it down from from there and maybe uh bounce for the holiday but uh who for we'll start with jedi fallen order who here has beat the game no worry don't worry george i won't do any spoilers but just curious i beat it i have not beat it yet uh okay um so i again i'll I'll refrain from spoilers but um i i've also beat it i have 100 presented it i've got all the trophies or the achievements whatever you want to call it depending on what system you're on um really really liked it i i can nitpick the game all day my opinion hasn't really changed much from last time other than i think that the ending is particularly excellent uh the last um uh, level uh mission is uh, is fantastic in a lot of ways even though it does something that i kind of hope that they weren't gonna do uh and again i can't talk about it without spoiling that but um it, quickly i wouldn't say like reverses gears necessarily but like it does what i didn't want the game to do in a way that i thought was 
uh, pretty awesome. Like it, it didn't take away from the game. And I'll, we'll talk, we'll do like a little mini spoiler cast. Maybe once everyone's finished it, um, the technical issues are a bit annoying. I've had a couple hard crashes since we last talked, um, you know, where the game just makes that horrible sound and then like cuts off. Um, and of course, like some of the platforming is still a little bit wonky, but um, you stop me if I'm wrong, fellas, but like once you get like all of your force powers or most of your force powers, I, I love how much the combat changes, how much diversity there is and like how much more powerful you feel. Did you guys kind of have that same sense where like as the tree filled out and your, your powers were there, your combat options expanded, like you just felt more and more like a badass. Yeah, I mean, th- that's definitely true because you start off, you know, very bare bones in the beginning. Um, so it's cool to see how as you progress, as you start to remember how to use all your powers and everything, it's cool that you literally just can feel yourself become more powerful, like you're saying. And it's really cool because there'll be enemies that maybe have given you a little problem before that you can, you know, just go in and wipe the floor with later on. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely one aspect of the game that they uh, nailed really well. Uh, but yeah, uh, what, what, what about the other guys that played it? I, um, I'm not sure where I'm at in the game. I'm returning to Kashyyyk for the, uh, the second time. Um, so I don't know what point or percentage of the game I'm, I'm through, but that's where I'm at. Um, for me, I think the game is, is, is very good. Um, but there are a few things that separate it from being great or like those all time great games. I got a war, Red Dead, the old, you know, the Knights of the Republic games. Um, for me, and it's a lot of like the little, just the minor technical issues that make it that that keep it from being in that category for me. Um, I, I think it's it's cool. I think the combat's pretty solid. This is the best lightsaber type game, Jedi game that I've ever probably played. Um, you know, I do did have some uh, platforming issues. I haven't had any crashes, but I had a couple. I've gotten stuck, you know, in, in a couple of uh, situations. It it also bothers me the way that he looks when he runs. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, um, the the biggest issues that I had with the game is that I personally like things that we talked um, off uh, off mic, which is like I wish you could fast travel between meditation points um, because the amount of times you have to go back to planets to finish up and get some more chests and secret stuff um you know having to walk through big areas or not being entirely sure which ways to go um you know was kind of a pain in the ass i I would prefer a game where i could just be kind of clear a planet in one go through um and not have to kind of come back and forth it it seems like some plans you got to come back a second or third time if not more than that um those are my issues with the game but combat is really good um you know like I played Sekiro, you know, and I've played some games on the hardest difficulty. I, I didn't enjoy playing on the hardest difficulty, so I eventually, t- uh, you know, tuned it down. Um, I feel like I got the hang of it. It's just, I don't know, it felt more laborious to to go through that than than rewarding, like a game like Sek- uh, Sekiro, in which the combat felt like like I was reaching milestones every time I accomplished. But maybe I didn't just quite, I didn't pick it up or do have enough patience for it. But um, that's the issue that I had. I think it's a very good game, um, but it, it falls short of the uh, some of the all-time great games. I think the story is great, the character development, you know, the cutscenes, the acting is really good. I think they, they did a wonderful job um, incorporating this game into Star Wars lore and going off on some side stuff that we didn't know about. I think that was an excellent job, but it's missing a few things from it being um and all time i don't yeah. think it would have won game of the year if it wasn't yeah i want i want to piggyback off a couple of things that you're saying because 
I'll agree. I think it's a good game. I don't think it's a great game. Uh, I really enjoy the, you know, the, the Star Wars of it. Uh, you know, the Star Wars worlds, the characters and everything, learning more about um, the Star Wars story that we don't know anything about. So, you know, I, I love that and everything. Uh, but there was, for me personally, I'm playing on Xbox One X. Um, I had so, <laughs> so many technical issues playing this game. Like, I I recorded it mul- multiple areas of the game where I would walk in to an area and, like, the floor wouldn't load in. And if I jumped down, because there was a big creature walking around on, on an invisible floor. So I was like, oh, he's walking on it. I should be able to walk on it. And maybe I just can't see the environment. Jumped down, fell through the world for about a minute, and then finally respawned came back the floor still wasn't there and it took about five minutes real time for it to load in and i died about four or five times fighting this thing and every single time i went back to fight it it took about five minutes for the floor to load in and for all the textures to load in and everything and that's it happened to me so many times in different places in this game it is so unpolished there are so many yeah. aspects of this game that need to be uh, patched. Um, I'll go to jump from rope to rope, and Cal just puts his arm out and just floats in the air and keeps going, and then doesn't grab oh, the yeah. rope. That's right. When you're doing the the yeah, thank the God there's not insta death like Dark Souls when you go off an edge because I, I that would have been a problem for me. Like if you actually just straight up died when you went off an edge i think oh it's horrible because like especially like when you're sliding and stuff like there are some times where i'm sliding and he just does not take the turn as hot as i want him to and he just goes right off the edge or whatever and like it's cool that they don't you know penalize you you for that yeah but man because you fall off this the maps a lot yeah and um i'm not I'm not the biggest fan in games, especially I feel like for Star Wars, because I feel like the worlds are always like uh, so rich and everything. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of like floating worlds, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like every like you go to these areas on the map and you can fall off into an infinite void. But like that's like, where is that in in Star Wars that that's a thing? Like you go to these certain areas and it looks like a level like it looks like it's this area is just carved out of this world for you to explore it doesn't look like you're actually exploring the world like that area if that mm-hmm. makes sense i know it's not cloud, like open world <laughs> but like you're I, I just feel like you're literally just dropped into a zone that yeah. has a star wars skin on it like you're not actually exploring kashik and everything like that you know what i'm saying? not that i i exploring might be the wrong word but like I just, it, it doesn't feel like maybe you're you're there. It it just feels like you're the area that George is about to go to. I don't want to ex- uh, spoil it. Um, you know where I'm talking about, Adam? That like the next part, like the second half of Kashyyyk. Mm, yes. I I'll just yeah. I like I don't want to spoil it, but like uh, where you kind of get your next upgrade. There's like a gadget you get that lets you do some stuff. You know what I'm talking it's, about? It's the whole fauna area, I guess. Yes, yes. Like, like that to me does. Like I think like moments like that are very uh, incredible. And like there's a on Zepho, there's an area that's like completely optional. Um, that was just amazing. Like like when I was I had enough of my powers to actually get there and explore it. Um, again, it'd be hard to talk about that exploring. But like I think those are the things that feel most Star Wars to me. Um, 
but yeah, I, it's video gamey. I mean, it is video gamey. I think that's a fair criticism. Yeah, for sure. It's I'm not the biggest fan of Metroidvania type things either. So, like George was saying, you know, I'll I'll go in certain areas on a on a certain planet or whatever, and it's red, and I'm like, oh man, I, I can't go here. I know I'm gonna have to come all the way back here, and then I know when I come back here, I'm gonna have to travel all the way from my ship all the way to over here to where this thing is. And I know you create shortcuts and everything along the way, but it's still a, a slog, I feel, to try and, and get back. If you could jump from uh, meditation point to meditation point or whatever, that would be uh, a lot better. Um, yeah. I think, and I think there was even like... Also, no, sorry, no, go, go ahead, ahead, man. Go ahead, man. No, no, you go. Yeah, I, I also th- I think like for me, I, I don't have great video game range. So I've been playing this game side by side with Pokemon. So sometimes I won't play for a couple of days and come back to it. So I'll forget like how to get to an area when I like by the time I have to come back to a planet, like I always forget like the, the ideal path and like I kind of lose my train of thought. I mean, that's another thing. The reason that I dumbed down the difficulty was because the the respawn screens are fucking awful, man. Like horrible. It made, it made me so frustrated because obviously when you're playing on the hardest difficulty, especially at the beginning of the game, you're dying a lot, you know, and kind of retrying a lot and, and figuring it out, getting the timing of the pairing down, and then to sit there like I'm there's I'm already upset that I that I died, and I'm there just watching the fucking respawn screen just sit for like I don't know how long. That 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 shit kind of drove me nuts. Um, but uh, but there's like a lot of cool things, man. Like I, I thought the um, I, have you been to Kashyyyk, um, Zach? Because I don't want to. Yeah, I'm um, okay. The first time yeah. there, so I thought that was so cool, man. You climbed in into the um, uh, the big uh, well, that's another thing. I guess it confirms that it's called Adat and not ATAT because that's what he says in 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 the. Um, in the cutscene, I always thought it was an ATAT. But... Well, they say I think they say it both ways. One person says it one way, and then another person says it another way right after. Yeah, so they say I've, it both ways, I've and never... I feel like that's a jab at fans. Like, haha, now you don't know. <laughs> I've never heard it called Adad until that cutscene. I was like, what? No, I've been lied to. But I thought, like, for example, that was so cool climbing that, scaling it, and then being able to operate it, and it felt like I, man. I, I wish that wasn't spoiled in the marketing, though. Man, that fuck. I'll, I'll no, I didn't know about that. I, I didn't know. know. So I when that happened, that. I was like, "Oh, this is badass." But that, that was, was so, so fucking... cool. And 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 it, it was and it, like the and the POV, like like you know, first in first person, like it felt it felt like you were really in one. Like it moved just like one would move. And I was like, "Oh man, this is so cool that I'm doing this." Saw Guerrero being in it was pretty cool. Um, like yeah, like like it has a lot of cool stuff. Like you know, and you know. It it could have been better, man. Maybe it needed another month or two to for clean up some of the stuff up, but um, which I could see getting patched in the future. But yeah, it just a lot of little things kept it from being great. Yeah, I would still put this into the great category. Like, I would rate this game as like an eight point five. Like I think it's a notch above Outer Worlds. I think six months more polish, this game would have probably been you know amazing and i think we probably all agree like the sequel I, i'm absolutely if they get to do a sequel to this game and they actually have the time and resources to like put it out when it's done and take what they've learned with this one like it probably be something very special oh abs- absolutely like i said it's it's not a, a bad game by any means mm-hmm. and and i feel like without the technical issues i probably would enjoy it a lot more but because i have to suffer through those and everything i feel like it's it's uh taken away from the experience a little bit but like if i was to take all that away 
and just look at the game for what it was and everything and how it plays and all that. Yeah, the game, the game is is awesome. It's still some of the most fun I've had in gaming all year, and I hundred percent of it, which you know, like it, you know, says I think a lot for for me. Like I'm you know a bit of a completionist, but I don't do that unless I'm really into something. Like it says a lot that I didn't hundred percent Outer Worlds, for example. And this, like, I was like, I am not putting this game down until I get every collectible and secret and all that kind of good stuff. So, see, I just I want to get I haven't stopped playing it because I want to I want to, you know, know what happens in the story and everything. Everybody keeps saying how awesome the ending is. So I can't wait to see that. It but is. My main Stay reason, away from YouTube. Stay yeah, away. No, I definitely will. But, the but the, my the main thumbnails main... are fucking horrible out there. I had the ending spoiled for me just with the title of a video. Ah, oh, that's brutal. Where I was just like, fuck, really? Like fucking a few words. I'm like, oh man, it was bad. So yeah. Um, uh, What was I saying? Jeez, I don't even know. Uh, You said the reason you keep playing is you want to see the story. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to see that. But the main reason I want to do it is because I just want to get back to Death Stranding. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we'll talk more about that. Like I definitely am going to play. Don't know if I'm going to beat, but I'm definitely going to play enough of Death Stranding to have an opinion come game of the year episode but yeah well let's wrap it up fellas um we uh, probably won't have time to talk about uh sonic or really what we've been playing so um let's save that for uh for next time uh, i hope all of you listeners have a, a nice holiday wherever you are whatever you're doing and uh, the same goes for for you guys uh i think we can all agree it's been a pretty damn solid you know year for video games so far and i'm excited to um, you know, do our end of the year game of the year episode where we're going to have plenty of special guests. So stay tuned. We'll have more details probably as we get um, into early December about that. Uh, but until that time, uh, Adam, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, just follow my Twitter at Adam Gumby for stuff about the end of the year podcast plans, I guess. Awesome. Uh, George, anything you want to plug before we break? Nope. Nope. Got nothing, man. Very good. And Zach, anything you want to plug? No, sir. I am good to go. Awesome. All right. Well, um, you can find me on Twitter at It's Waterman and uh, watch the final rental rush of the year. Uh, we'll probably be sometimes toward the tail end of December. Going to do the first four player ever um, episode, and we're going to be doing Diablo three. So four people, four controllers, no breaks. Everyone's playing the entire time. Should be an epic way to close out the the year um and we just finished link's awakening which was uh, a blast the remake was gorgeous i had more fun playing that than i did link to the past sorry if you like link to the past i, I love it too but i think just the fresh coat of paint uh lended a lot of charm to this game um that just made it a pleasure to play the entire time whereas like link to the past sometimes there's some things that uh we'll get into in another episode where um I, I wasn't as particularly enamored with, but still really enjoyed. So I concur. So, Link's Awakening is awesome. It is as really good. As long as we can agree, it's better than Sonic 2. E, yes. Yeah. Most games are, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Until uh, next week. I love you all. Have a great holiday. See you next week. Later, later. Take it easy.